Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Uh, this is going to be a treat tonight. Getting to uh, getting to share some time with indoor golf extraordinaire Bill Bells from Clarity Golf. Bill, thanks for joining the show, man. How are you? I'm great, Cal. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. So, you know, we were pregaming a little bit as we always do just to kind of, kind of set the stage before we get started. And, uh, you know, the story is no different. I mean, other than Dan and I's, uh, limited time at a, uh, at a PGA superstore or maybe at, at a local club, we don't know anything about golf simulation. Uh, however, you've got over 30 years in this, uh, in the sector or the business, if you will, uh, you've got a new company, I think that you've started up in, in clarity golf. So, uh, why don't you kind of give us the rundown? How'd you get into this thing? Man? I mean, it's like you created the, uh, the, the ultimate live video game, right? Yeah, certainly. I think the ultimate golf video game. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 And then I guess that's, that's what a simulator, like a golf simulator is. Um, you kind of goes in that direction of ultimate simulator, you know, ultimate video game. Um, and, uh, you know, in, in, in golf, it could be, you know, considered the ultimate launch monitor, but, um, and, and, you know, it's sort of all, all of the above. And it, it's, it, it started out for me, it started, I was in, I was in the business of producing golf simulation software for gamers and Microsoft golf was one of those. And, um, then it just events came about where it appeared that there could be some logic in taking that IP and putting it into a, an indoor golf simulator married with tracking technology. And so we got involved in initially radar and then machine vision, this goes back to 2002 when we started uh, with simulators themselves, uh, porting in, in our our simulation software at that point. That from from years before. Yeah. So it, and so in, it, you know in that so you, so you were uh, if, if if it's fair to say were you kind of so you were a techie right to in and in, in before you got into the golf business. Yeah, no, and I appreciate the pregnant pause, but you know, but I, but I, I, I didn't want to keep rambling on and on and on and on, and you know, and just become this boring guy. Um, you know, I got asked that question actually the other day about was I a techie first or a golf guy first? You know, I was totally a golf guy first, but relative to relative to golf simulators and golf software, golf simulation software, I would have to say I was a techie first, uh, in, you know, in, in, relative to the business. And I, that made a big difference. And, um, you know, cause golf and tech are, are very sort of like oil and water have been forever. It's getting better and better, but it's, it's a real slow process. You know, the, the powers are still a little bit behind the time, if you know what I mean. Well, with, I mean, just, just the, the golf, you know, with golf being, the, the, the air quotes, right. Traditional sport that it is. I mean, it, it's really hard to kind of break that tradition. And, you know, Dan and I've had the pleasure of having, uh, several, uh, golf instructors on the show yeah. and, and, you know, and, and it's, it's kind of interesting in the sense of, um, 
that, you know, so from an instructor perspective, they're incorporating, they're supplementing their traditional or foundational teaching uh, 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 strategies, right? And, and then they're incorporating that technology as needed. And it kind of appears or seems like you've kind of brought that to the forefront, right? And kind of kind of pushed that too. And what, what was that like for you kind of getting, you know, how do you, how do you break into that with, hey, here's, here's what you, you know, we need to go on the tech side and here's what you need to be using? That's, you know, that's a, that's a really insightful question. And I appreciate you asking that, um, you know, in that, and that, you know, if you're looking at golf instructors and technology, you know, forever, I mean, forever it was video. Yep. They were out on the range with video. Originally it was a big giant camcorder and, you know, and then they got smaller and more efficient and, you know, and then they were doing with their phones, but it was just, it was just video. And it took a really long time for the concept of launch monitors to start to get involved in it. And it's now we're, you know, we're literally a generation into, into launch monitors at this point. And they're now they're, they're starting to be really talked about in a big way. You know, you can find them all over the place and uh, you know, there are, there are steps after that that are going to take place um, that relate to more and more basically customers being more and more discerning you know about the data that they're seeing and what sure. they can do with the data you know and how they can change their whether it's their teaching methods or their fitting methods or their or whatever it might be um, that you know they can they can apply they can apply this technology in better and better ways um, you know, to do more interesting things, but beyond that, actually, then is just learn what's accurate, what's really accurate and what's, you know, what's marginal and, you know, about these technologies, because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot, you know, a lot, a lot of assumptions out there about the various technologies. They're all really good in one, you know, in, at doing something. And they're all pretty darn good at doing everything. You know, the high end trackers like TrackMan and Foresight, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're the, I think the biggest names between radar and, and, and camera. And, um, but, but people, you know, th th there's still a lot to learn about the technology and that knowledge will help the whole industry, you, you know, take greater advantage of the technology. So, so as you're getting started and, you know, again, we, you know, I, I mentioned simulators, but I, I think in the, the, the forefront of that, right. Was the tech, to your point was the technology and the, I'm going to, I'm not a tech guy at all, but kind of the coding side of that, that's being able to capture the, the actions or the movements that's in delivering uh, the measurements, right. If that's a fair way to put it. And, and that's kind of the, that's the premise of what the simulator turns into. <laughs> Maybe I missed that. But. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you keep asking interesting questions. I'm going to try to stop giving you boring answers because no. you know, it, it, it really, at the end of the day, the whole thing is about, you know, it, it's really about having fun. Golf simulators start out as just kind of like the big video game that we mentioned, or, you know, at the beginning here. Sure. And, um, you know, they weren't accurate, but you know, it was just something to do a novelty. And then they got, you know, then the accuracy started being introduced and, and my companies in the past certainly did play a role in that. And, you know, but there are many now that have done a fantastic job. And, um, so now you're seeing not only more accurate, you know, systems that are much more accurate across the board, but also also a, 
a broad selection and a broad range of prices and some much more reasonable prices because the, you know, the top end of the simulator market is radically overpriced mm -hmm. and uh, you know, you don't get, you're not getting what you're paying for. Um, and um, but that, you know, it's just nice to see this proliferation of technologies and how the markets embrace it. Now I got to stop you. I guess to say one thing that I think is very interesting you know, you're all familiar with Top Golf and what they've drawn a lot of non-golfers to the game to go hit swing golf clubs and that sort of thing. Absolutely. I just came back from the National Golf Foundation annual symposium where they were, you know, related some some brand new data. Well, one area which was basically in the United States of America now, there are as many off course only golfers as there are on course only golfers. Oh, wow. Really? Wow. Uh, there are 12 million off course only golfers, according to NGF, in their definition of, you know, somebody that'll do something with golf at least once a year. And, you know, the same, about the same number on course only. And then there's about the same number that are on or off, 12 million for each category, meaning that there are 24 million off course golfers in the United States. And that's a rapidly growing figure. So you're going to, you know, you, obviously it's on the upward trend. So well, Bill, you, you've done it now. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to pause and let Dan go, but you've done it now. You've opened up this rabbit hole and who knows where we're going to be at from this point on. So Dan, <laughs> you, you go ahead and then I, I'll follow up. So we say 12 million off course only. Is that just, just going to the top golf or the range or yes. simulator? That's it. They don't go play golf. At yes. all. Yeah. Now, uh -huh. That's easily three times bigger than that way. That number tracked for years and years and years. That's interesting. Wow. Hmm. So, so I got a couple of directions I want to go here. So the first one, so when, you know, I, I think when, at least in my simple mind, when someone mentions a uh, simulator, right. And, and I, I think that there may be two categories because, you know, and, and, and I've read some articles with you in them and it talks about indoor golf and, and then we've got simulators and, and maybe it was just the way that they framed them up in the articles, but you know, there, there's a simulator aspect to the top golf Avenue, right? I mean, it's kind of, you, you know, you're seeing the ball, you see where the ball goes. I mean, it, it that, that whole, yes. it's, it's there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's just golf and technology. I mean, they're telling, they're telling you more or less where the ball went. Yeah, you know, so, which is what a simulator does. You get you get some ball flight, you know, because you're hitting irons, shorter shots within a pretty big caged area, and so it's sort of a cross. You know, it's a hybrid, but it's not. It's not. A, it's certainly not a, a scalable hybrid. You know, I mean, I could not going to have, you know, what's the acreage? You know, 30, 40, 50 acres. You know, a commercial location, accessible, all that. I mean, that's hard to find. So. Yeah. And pricey, but, but, but it's, you know, it, I love, I love what Top Golf's doing to, you know, to introduce people to the fact that you can take a golf club and go swing and hit a ball and make it go airborne and have fun. Well, and I, I, have I don't be traditional ways. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's where, you know, what you're doing, that's, you know, maybe not, I mean, it's kind of becoming a traditional right. In, in the sense of golf simulators, it's uh, you know, the uh, a club that uh, friends of the show up at Sweetens Cove, uh, they've got a, a house next door that they just remodeled and in the house, they put a simulator, right? So you, you go in, you get done playing golf, you come back in and, 
and you and the boys are, you know, you put the, you put the world series on and after you're around and you go to the simulator and you drink some, uh, drink some bourbon and, and you hit balls. I mean, it's, it's totally accessible and I'll get to some price points, which I thought were interesting in a minute, but I, I want to go back to the, uh, the, the, uh, you know, the non-traditional golfer, right. The, the golfer that's not going to the golf course. Yeah. And, and I, I think that that's what this is allowing people to do. And I, I think it's kind of some aha moments, right. I don't have to devote, uh, you know, four or five hours out of my day. And, and, but even if I do, like, I don't have to be good at it. And it's, you know, it's, it's measurable in a sense of, I don't have to hit it this many times to get it into the hole. I just have to show up and hit the ball. It's like a cool driving range. And they've given it that kind of flavor or profile that makes it fun. And Hey, guess what? If I just want to stop right now and I want to sit back and watch you, I can just sit back and watch you. I don't have to participate where if you're committed into that golf round, it's like, Oh yeah, it's you're committed for the whole yeah. time period. Right. Yeah. So, your day is planned. Right. That's very true. Yeah. And, you know, and there, and the thing is that, is that at the high level, people are finding out, you know, and for residential installations that, that, you know, it's cheaper, it's cheaper and takes up a lot less space than a swimming pool, but you use it exponentially more. Sure. And, uh, but then, but then with the, with the, with the options at much lower cost, you know, it's, it's opening the doors for, you know, all golfers basically to do something indoors and get something of value. And the more, and the more the market expands, the more it's going to drive, you know, the innovation of, of, of cost effective stuff. It's going to drive prices down. The top end prices are going to come way down. Sure. And it'd be, so what's going on is it's a great industry that's starting. It's really becoming real. You know, this off course golf, I guess you call it. I don't know what you, I guess as good as term as I've heard. Cal was writing, Cal was taking notes when you were giving him the points of like, it's exponentially less than a swimming pool, but you use it so much more. He's trying to make notes for HQ to get that, you know, that, uh, that ROI. We got to get the budget approved, right? (laughs) Exactly. Let me ask you this. So Cal, uh, both of you guys. So Bryson was the first PGA Tour player. Actually, not the, I'm not sure if he was the first. I think he was the first to participate in the long drive contest. Who would be the first PGA Tour player to participate Ooh. in an off-course only challenge? Simulator event? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I had always I had always wanted, you know, I left I left my prior company about golf. I found that company in, in 2002, left in 2010. It was fam, it was family, you know, came comes coming first kind of stuff. But um, but we were um, really seriously trying to pull together to be held at the at the PGA merchandise show a, a first ever uh, indoor simulator, long drive tournament. That's cool. Cause one of our, one of the fellows we worked with was very you know involved in that industry. And, uh, we never did, we never got around to doing it, but I always thought that would be kind of cool to do that. You know, cool. with the, the, the compression of a, of a long drive swing or swinger in a, in a, in a enclosed space in a simulator is quite amazing. I, I mean, I know what it sounds like when I hit into the screen. I can imagine what it sounds like <laughs> when they hit into it, and it's nothing like what mine sounds like. <laughs> Why well, have some pretty diabolical competitors 
you know, in my first go around out in the industry with indoor golf simulators. But uh, the fellow's name, Ben Witter, he was two time NCAA long drive champion. He trained, he, he trained a number of national champions and um, passed away from cancer after having cancer for living with cancer for approximately 30 years. He was the most amazing oh, person wow. I ever knew, but he, he could hit, you know, he, he, he could get, incredible ball speed right you know he was still a long drive guy so at the pga show every year my our our competitors would would tell lies about us so i used to i got the point where i'd send ben around on the day before the the event with an exhibitor badge to go in and and like break their screens with his long drives you know the day before the show you know, just to get them back for the stuff they were pulling on me. <laughs> so, so when you said you had diabolical competitors, they were just keeping up with you, Bill. I mean, come on, man. They, they, yeah, they well, you know, yeah, well, yeah. There's you. some truth to that. You know, it's a, it's tell you what, it's a cutthroat business. You know, you got, you got to fight fire with fire. So, not to get too far in the weeds, just high level. What, what's the golf, um, the the simulator market? I mean, like, what what does it look? Because as I think about it, this will kind of dovetail us into the pricing, and and it's it's posted on your site. I think that's where I saw it. It's posted, and it says uh, basically you can get in from a home model from you know around a thousand bucks to you know just just uh, full you know, full blown cherries commercially. You're talking a hundred thousand dollars, and that's probably where you're like that's way way like they don't be thinking six figures because it doesn't need to be so can you you know what's that how, how do you get into that and what i mean i know what would make you want to do it it's like well hell i could be we could be doing this show and i could be hitting balls in the house that's what would make me want to but, yeah. but what, what does it look like and, and where's kind of that sweet spot out of what what you see and then where do you see it going are we primarily pricing it pr pricing relative to configuration? Is that what you're saying? Well, you can go that way if you want to. Yeah, we can redirect if needed. But yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I want to answer your question uh, the, the way you want it, but 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 I mean, I think that like if if you're talking about just just pure performance and not and not aesthetics. Not that you're gonna. Not that the aesthetics won't be fine. Um, you know, you can have a you can have a, a, a an indoor golf simulator that's as good as performing as any simulator anybody has anywhere for you know for the basic functionality of a simulator for twenty to twenty five thousand dollars, and that's that's if you do it you know well with an aggregator. Like we we operate as an aggregator. We also we also give just tell people how they can do it entirely themselves. Right. You know, and just just and make we make friends. You know, that's 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 our payoff. But yeah, but just, just in case the listeners don't know, so when when Bill mentions an aggregator, he's basically saying he's giving you the turnkey solution. So not not just the the simulator the technology he's sourcing the screen everything that you would have that's turnkey so he's sourcing uh hey cut the check place the order cut the check and then it's a done deal once i walk away yeah versus i mean it's sort of like going to your con your a pool contractor and say build me a pool or or you know home theater guy and say i, I like a home theater and, you know, and then they help they help sort out everything else for you, you know, and you're not out there left trying to figure out, you know, how to contract the, the project. So it's, it's really about pretty similar. But but in between what we, we you know, we'll provide 
somebody that might want to do it themselves with the knowledge they need to do it properly. Um, or we can act as that aggregator. So, and, or we can refer to other aggregators or to, to the brands. The thing about the big brands is you pay, you pay more for, no for no better performance like you know basically like twice as much so well, it's it's the marketing it's the name it's the it, it's, it's all it all is the, at this point yeah yeah it's it's the residuals outside of the actual product uh, that you're that you're getting right so yeah but then you can but you can also you can also you know reduce the quality of the system you know, just relative to the size of the enclosures or the size of the projected image or the quality of the pro projector, you know, the, 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 the fidelity of the uh, tracking device, you can, you can, you can get, you know, you know that thousand dollar, you could still hit off of a mat into a net and get some ball, good ball speed and club speed for, you know, under a thousand dollars. So, yeah. So maybe just as a point of reference, if I could. So when I'm and, and I mentioned the PGA Superstore earlier. So if I if I'm going in and I'm I'm hitting into that that, you know, the, the PGA Superstore system, like yeah. what's the and, and I know they're buying in bulk or volume. Right. So there's some differences. But if I were buying a one off and I was looking for, you know, that kind of setup and and let's just call it like, uh, you know, base level, if you will. Not that that's base level. But what what is what does that put me at? You think you it, do that. if that's you not could... fair, you don't have to quote that. No, 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 no. If you're talking about, you know, basically look, a simulator. So what 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 Superstore has is a, is a foresight. I assume a foresight quad is what they've had they have had mostly chain wide so there's a foresight quad which you know you you can buy for 11 grand and then you buy club data and then you you know and you buy software on top of that but that's you know those prices are all published and uh and then you know they pro they i believe they use just the foresight range software and you know you can buy the foresight software with the courses for three thousand bucks and um and then other than that you need you know you need a projector and a screen you know enclosure with a screen and some turf right. and a computer basically i mean you know you can go up or down from there but but it's there's no i mean there's no there's nothing mysterious there's no there's nothing no hidden secret sauce at this point in the industry you know it, you know it's like e6 is the most popular software and then there's the golf club and then there's and there's uh, now gs pro and foresight has proprietary but is compatible with some of the others and and you know of course compatible with most of them and Etc. Etc. You know, and uh, so, um, but you know, you you don't have to spend if you're if you're a you know a plus two and you want to really play some you know get get down and get serious, you don't have to spend more than twenty five thousand dollars to be fully set up. Sure. Yeah. So, so one question I've always had, and you know, is what's the uh, is it skewed? What's the accuracy in, and, and I, I know it's going to be different, right? And, and well, if you're outside and it's, you know, it's a hundred degrees or if it's 30 degrees or if it's raining or if the, you know, is it, is it wet or is it dry? Is it hard pan, right? Lots of different variables from the outside, but, and I don't know, I don't know what the level set is as to how you say, if you take, um, 
uh, controllable conditions, which I have seen software where it does measure, uh, you know, rain, wind, you know, lots of things that come in. But yeah. if, if you if you could, if you set everything at neutral, right? So equal inside versus outside. I love this question. What, what What's the variability? Is it if I hit the same exact shot, which I do, Bill, Bill, I hit the same exact shot so many times. Like everything. I mean, it is like from my from my hip turn to my back swing to my wrist cock, like everything's the same all the time. What's what's the difference? In 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 what the simulator's gonna show me that I did versus what it, outside the actual result is. It's the simulator. The simulator is much more of like, of like a, a being in a vacuum, you know. And that you know, your lie. You can do things with lies, bad lies, or stances, etc. In simulators, but in, in at least in North America, essentially nobody ever does or wants to, you know. So the lies are based, you know, always flat and perfect, and there's never any wind. You can factor in wind, you know, in the software you know, and then pretend to play for it and stuff like that. And, you know, you can do all that kind of stuff, but that's not, that's, you, that's not like being outside. The, I think the biggest difference, literally the biggest difference is, is, is the, is the myriad of lies you get just, just the combination of how that ball's sitting and what's underneath it, you know, and the makeup of the area, you know, where the ball is and around the ball and how, where you stand. And, you know, you know, cause every one is a little different from the, from the, you know, the, the last one. So, um, you know, whereas in a simulator, it's always the same. The other thing is when you're hitting off of grass, you know, grass is 80% water mm -hmm. and artificial turf, obviously 0% water. So it's, you know, it's, it's these kind of things, but as far as, as far as replicating a golf swing, making a golf swing and getting the kind of data that enable you to react and, and iterate, you know, properly, in other words, the last thing you want to do is go in and get the wrong wrong data, you know, and you're you're reacting to the the wrong doing the wrong thing for the wrong reason, but you know the data in most of systems is 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 good enough that you you know you that you don't have that pitfall, and so it's you know a simulator is an excellent thing for your golf game, and I think it's just a it's an excellent alternative to playing golf outside on a golf course. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's certainly a, it's a different medium. There's no sure, question sure. about it. Right. But so it's, it's more different from a, you know, the difference between a really hard course and a really easy course, but it's, but it's still, it's, you know, it's a, it's a different, different kind of golf. That's all. It's, so, yeah. So let me, let me ask if I could ask a follow-up. So if the, if I hit the ball, right, I'm hitting, if I hit a seven iron and it says I had 166 yards in carry and I had 12 yards of rollout. And, uh, you know, or, 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 uh, 10 feet of backspin is how accurate, like how close is that? If I would have hit that same shot outside and I know there's variables, so I'm trying to get away from that variable, but in, in and, but I understand what it's measuring, right? It's measuring, uh, club head speed. It's measuring ball speed. It's measuring the, uh, the velocity of the ball, the launch angle of the ball. I, I get that it's measuring lots of different 
points in, in that golf balls flying mm. from from the ground to where it hit the screen at. But then what I don't know and and what you know, I'm always wondering, like when I'm in that in that market, right, when I'm in Edwin Watts and I hit into that screen and it says, you know, holy shit, I just hit that driver that I'm thinking about buying 287 yards. And yeah. I had and I had, uh, you know, 17 yards of rollout on it. What does that translate to when I go out and I'm in real life? Well, you know, there is not is, is not actually a really simple answer to that. But what I will tell you is that and we've got like, all night <laughs> from one system to another system. OK, to another system, to another system, I would say, say that. You know, shot after shot after shot, the relative, the relativity of the shots will be pretty good. I would say, as far as you know, the the relative, the differential from one one shot to another. Um, but as far as there, you know, far as the relative accuracy of you know to what it would have done if it was outdoors with those precise launch conditions, uh, it depends on the, it depends on the shot and what software you were using and a, a lot of other variables. In some cases it will be quite accurate though, you know, in the better systems, it will tend to be, tend to be quite accurate. And then there's outliers and all that kind of stuff. We are going to, we are going to later do some very in-depth testing of that type, but, mm -hmm. but I would say generally, you know, I, I, but I would say though, that if you went into a, a retail store and you pulled, you know, and you pull a driver out and you hit it so far that you wanted to buy it, it's probably faked. <laughs> so hold on. Okay. So, so now this, this, so have you been talking to Dan without me? That's what I want to know. <laughs> all, all I know, all I know is that it doesn't matter to me how far you hit the ball that you're not going to go into a store and get a driver and, 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 and have it give you a reflect accurately and have it go farther than, 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 than your calculations pr previously made about how far you do hit it. You, you've definitely been talking to Dan. I, I see what's going on. You, you're ganging up on me. I see what's happening here, guys. So, so this technology's come very far in a short amount of time, Bill. How long is it, or are we already there at the higher end ones where we're like capturing wind and rain and everything, and we can put together a simulator to where Cal can go and say, I want to be on 16 and 2020 and see if I can drive the green like Morikawa did at PGA Harding Park, you know, yeah. or, or their street, whistling straights, the right. I want to see if I can do what Bryson did on one, you know, yeah. how, how far, how right. far are we from being able to get the wind conditions and everything to be simulated? Well, you can, I mean, you know, as, as far as actually feeling the wind, the way you would have felt it, um, you know, you ought to go to, go to one of those holiday, excuse me, Hollywood production artists, you know, that knows how to manage those big fans, but you know, the software, the, the, the software, most of you know, the top software does enable you to factor in wind. So you can't, you, you actually will get the wind affecting the trajectory physics of the calculated ball flight in the simulator. And if they do a good job, it actually, you know, it sh should give you, you know, some pretty good information. There was a, you know, all the re just back to the retailers and the people trying drivers. Every most, most people go in trying a driver and they think they hit the ball 30 to 40 to 50 yards farther than they actually hit it. Bill, and I feel like you're so taking they go in a simulator, <laughs> and if the simulator is accurate, 
you know, they say, well, this just either the simulator is broken or this, this club's no good. Right. So we used to run into that when we were first, you know, when we introduced the whole concept of accuracy into selling golf clubs in retail stores off site, like superstore anyway. So, um, but we, you know, we had the ability, we had weather conditions in there. So I got a call from the first store, very first store we installed and it was a golf galaxy. And he said, you got to come here because there's the ball flight is really weird, you know, and it's just like rolls a long way, but it's just like, doesn't hardly fly in the air. And I, it was an hour, about two hour drive, but I went over there and I was looked at it and they, they, they had the driving range set for a tailwind of 70 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) So that the driver would appear to go long enough so they could sell the drivers. Nice. I I see what's 70 miles an hour. The ball can't stay in the air. It just rolled. I love this. Yeah, it's like it's like I don't know. Every every shot's like the perfect little stinger. I don't know what's happening. I I didn't even know I had that in the bag. So we can do anything you want. I guess is the answer to your question. Hi, this is John Cooper with Dad's Hat Pennsylvania Rye Whiskey, and you're listening to Birdies and Bourbon. I think if, you know, if we want to get, if we want to move a little forward and talk about how, uh, and you, you know, you mentioned the plus two, how, how is somebody like that using it or how, how are the professionals, right? That, and now, I mean, I'd say you would be hard pressed not to find, you'd have to look hard at a PGA event or anything close there too, to not find someone that isn't already pulling their, their, you know, their, their on-course device, right? Their, their, their yeah. personal track man out. Everybody's yeah. pulling them out. So yeah. I guess my question and, and, and where I'll ask you to kind of take us next bill is it's, you know, there, there's one part of it that's fun and that's the hell. I don't know. I'm just going to get up there and whack the ball as hard as I can. And, and, or maybe I get to play a, a course virtually that I, I may never have a chance to play. Sure. Uh, so that that's one option. And that's the, I don't really care. And then you've got the other side of that is, and, and to different degrees or levels of players that, Hey, I'm going to use this and I'm going to, I'm going to use the data and you know, not, I'm not, I, I didn't, I wasn't making light of the question I was asking earlier about how much can I trust it? But again, I, I think as you look at it and you use this as a tool to get better and try to improve your game, it's the swing speed, it's the launch speed or, or um, uh, launch angle. It's uh, hey, I want to try like like I I hit a really good cut, but I can't hit a draw for shit. Okay, well then that's where we need to understand what what's the pa- one? It's the path of the club that delivers that result in the 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 flight of the ball. But then two. What does it feel like and what is what happens? And so if you can talk a little bit about, uh, you know, how am I using how do I use the data that your <laughs> that your information is giving me? Because it would be like yeah. handing Dan, uh, you know, a, a, a Texas instrument, uh, what a C plus 69, what a calculator and asking him to work out a trig question. Oh, and by the way, Dan, here's the book that tells you how to do it. It's like, yeah. well, you, you're getting I mean, you're getting the shittiest thing you've ever you know, you're, you're not getting the right answer, I'll assure you. So how do you 
what's the education process in, in that like, and that I could take that and use it and make myself better. If that makes sense. Oh, no, you know, it makes, it makes extreme sense. And again, it's, it's a very intuitively well done question in my opinion, but I, the, the, you know, the, I, I, it makes me reflect on a number of things. Um, um, first of all, so I, there's one way to answer that question is to say, something I said to a reporter at the golf show a number of years, a guy from golf week. And I, and he said, so, you know, cause I said, if you use, if you use our simulator, you'll improve or you can improve. And he said, well, why, how? And I said, I said, well, you just, you, you sort of just will. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, you, you know, uh, the best way to say it is, is, is my, my best way to, to answer that is for you to just do it. I said, just, you know, just hit, hit ball, hit, take, pick a club that you like hitting and hit, hit it for half an hour every day for like five days. And then, and then evaluate whether you improved or not after five days. He said, well, what should I look at? What data should I look at? I said, I don't care. I said, just, you know, just, just use it. Isn't that what, you know, just, yeah. isn't that the best way, you know, you don't have to have any instructions, just use it. And he, he you know, so basically the point, the point I, I wasn't trying to be obnoxious, but, I, but what I was trying to, the point I was making was that, that what happens when you go in there, you, you know, you, you do, you, you do have data that comes up and then you, you, you look at some of the data, but then all of a sudden you start following, maybe you probably liked one thing, like maybe ball velocity and you just track that. Right. And then get shots and then, you know, and then you just keep iterating your swing, which you do subconsciously anyway. And then now, so now you're hitting it. You like what you're hitting, the way you're hitting it. You like those shots. So now you're just repeating those shots. Okay. Now you have reacted to the data, but it hasn't been this like big, like, you know, bright lights or anything. You, 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 it's just part of your process of iterating your golf swing. And then, you know, but, but by staying on that kind of little controlled track, you know, of by watching the data and keeping the data where you think it should be, then, then you repeat it. And that's, you know, uh, appropriate step proprioception and, and proprioception sort of makes you, you know, able to repeat it out on the golf course. So you have that, but, but, you know, the other thing is with golf simulator software from a design standpoint, it's a nightmare because, because, you know, you have this very complex software that can do a lot of things. And, um, but it's not like somebody wants to like get a book you know, for dummies, something for dummies or, or spend time learning it like you would like Microsoft Word or Excel sure. or PowerPoint, you know? Yeah, it's good. it needs to be user friendly in the sense that I don't need to know anything about it other than I'm swinging, yeah. I'm, I'm hitting a ball into uh, something that's measuring. It. Yeah. So it's like, how do you how do you take something that has such incredible depth and capability, you know, and have somebody who's never seen the interface before who has nobody helping them with it, you know, uh, enjoy the, you know, the capability. So that, that's a serious challenge. I but hope I you're think doing okay. And, and, and I mean that sincerely in the sense that <laughs> like, like this, I mean, in the way you just described that, I mean, you took this, like this, uh, this overly complex, 
uh, script or software or however you want to, to frame it up, and you've just devalued the hell out of it. In the I mean, yeah. I'm saying from the user, from no, the sorry. user, I, I see nothing that's happening other than I get a delivery. Right. Yeah, yeah, but I, but Cal, I think there's an even more more really prominent uh, point or, you know, answer to your question. That's, you know, really the proper answer. And it's, it's the fact that, you know, I met with a, with a teacher, a golf teacher the other day that had, you know, a particular method that's a very interesting and, and seeming to me, to me, very quick and effective method of teaching. And she, you know, the, the challenge for teachers is, is, is scaling, monetizing, scaling what they're doing, you know? And, um, so we were taught, we talked about that. And, and the, the point I made was a point I, you know, I've made for many years, um, was that, you know, I, I kind of pointed into this, we're standing there where there's a golf simulator and I pointed into the golf simulator and said, you see, I assume you see a golf simulator. What I see is a vending machine. <laughs> and what we need to do is we need to put cans of soda, really compelling, tasty cans of soda in that vending machine. And I think that's what, you know, that's, what's lacking more than anything. There's been a lot of content and that's the word content, but there's a lot of content that's been developed. But I, in my opinion, I'm not, what I'm not seeing is, is something that will answer the question you asked, which is what do I do with all this data? You know, all this, I got launch angles and this is yeah. and that's, you know, right, so how do I make sense of it? Well, well you, you know, it, you're not supposed to have to make sense of it. You're supposed to have somebody do it for you. And that's, what's missing. We need to put that into the system. And, and that, so I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to uh, just piggyback off of that. And, and that's the context, right? I mean, you, you can, the content, you, you're going to create the content. The content is going to be as many balls as you hit. The content is going to be the, the letters are going to be on the page, but if you don't know how to, to read or write, or it's in a foreign language and you don't know wh which letters go where, then, then how do you create the context so that it's understandable? Yeah. And, and I, I think that that's a great point. And, and I mentioned earlier, I mean, a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the coaches that, you know, uh, who, you know, Patry and Tattersall and, uh, Kel Bell. I mean, a lot of guys are, are get, you know, it's like, yeah, we're using it. We're trying to incorporate it. But again, as we mentioned, you know, when we first started, I mean, golf being the traditional, uh, you know, the, the fundamental and traditional sport that it is, it, it just really fosters that. And, and, you know, interestingly enough, I think most of the golf, most of the coaches that we have on, and, and I mean this respectfully, uh, they're tenured in their, uh, in their trade, right? They're not just, Hey, I'm out of college and, and I'm just now starting to coach. They've been coaching for years, right? Or they've had some, they've had a PGA tour career and they moved out of that. And now they're coaching. So, you know, it's not the, the most, consider it, you know, it, it's not the, like the, Hey, Oh, well, of course it's the, it's the guy, you know, it's the, the mid 20 year old that just went straight to teaching. And he's a, you know, he's already familiar with the technology. It's the individuals that had no technology, but now are, are adopting to technology. And, and I think there's a little bit of a, there's probably a language, there's a style barrier and a language barrier in how do I incorporate this into what's worked for me, just kind of block and tackling. 
right? And yeah. and and not no. electronically. Absolutely. And, yeah. And, and and now I've got to be able to take your machine, uh, and, you know, or, or your technology. And while I may be able to use it and understand it, I now have to translate it back to. So where, where I'm going with all this is, is, is there and, and I haven't seen it yet, but what's the what's like the training? What's the roadmap for training to help golf professionals with the technology to be able to better deliver? Or is it just, hey, good luck? Because what I see is and I don't mean it. I don't mean that in like a, a dick way. I'm just saying it's like there's, oh. I, don't, I don't see a lot of people digesting and going through all this stuff. And maybe they exist, but I don't see a whole lot of, hey, here's one of the, the other than maybe best practices and sharing it with your partners when you get get together in places. But I don't see a lot of, hey, here's the better way to use this technology or and, and to uh, push it to, you know, to to help your your students or your friends or whoever's using it, you know, take take advantage of it. Well, that's a that's another amazingly good question because the fact that what it what it what it speaks to is the fact that you know that there really isn't anything out there that's organized that I know of um, that's you know that's doing what should be done to teach people about, you know, golf people and golf about the technology, the way it should be done. So you know, when we get done you know, chatting, been, don't hang up. Efforts. I got a business idea. <laughs> yeah. The problem, the problem is that, you know, like the schools, you know, I don't know, are, the, are any of those schools still even in business that are, you know, you know, that are training PGA pros, you know, the ones that used to teach them how to do the calligraphy and stuff, yeah. you know, and, you know, but they were teaching technology. We dealt with them. I haven't followed that industry but it's like it, it really doesn't exist but i would say like so like here, here's the best i can give you it's it's a little fragmented but if you teach if you go and teach at a golf tech they have they have their methodology and, and and my assumption is i don't know how good their training is but my assumption is you know they train they'll train you because they have their set way they take people through, you know, and I think Superstores gives massive numbers of lessons. Does you know basically always had the same thing. Club Champions probably another one there in quite a while. Pardon? Club Champions probably another one that they've got some. Uh, you know, they they're have. Doing they absolutely yeah. have. Yeah, they absolutely have their methodology. Galaxy is big in teaching now. Golf Town in Canada big in teaching. They all have their methodology. That you know the the the. Uh, you know the the like the PGA Tour academies and the you know the the one you know the Harmons or the whatever the ones with the names Ledbetters and stuff they all have their they all have their methodology and they all have their sort of pedantic approach to how they use the technology that you know there doesn't there there's not necessarily a whole lot of open mindedness about how can I do more? I know David Ledbetter has been very open-minded about working with a fellow named JJ Reve. That's, that's a big champion of using uh, uh, downforce data, force plate data. And we work with JJ and we have a force plate product actually, but uh, that we're about going to be releasing. But, um, uh, but the point is that, yeah, there's not, you know, there's not there's not anything out there that, you know, that's organized, in my opinion, you know, and nor is there a market that's receptive to it, though, in my opinion, as far as the golf pros and like looking, you know, tell me what, you know, I mean, they have everybody sort of has their idea what 
spin rates and launch angles and you know angles and your you know your right your right arm at, at you know the top of your swing or whatever you know whether it's the box or the the steam shovel or whatever it is right and so um and where, where's your arm in- oh i heard something anyway so um uh, yeah, there's a dearth of that. The other thing I learned, by the way, that kind of relates this at the at the symposium, the NGF symposium, was that they're they're basically their their analysis shows that less than two percent of golf facilities in the United States have an organized program to introduce adults to the game of golf. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because they were theorizing that that it had to be if it was ski, you know, ski resorts, it would have to be about a hundred percent would have some sort of organized teaching on site for people that want to get into skiing, right? You know, beginners. But in golf, it doesn't exist. That's interesting. <laughs> you know, so I mean, we got we got a long way to go on you know our how we. You know how we help our players. I always, I've always been a big proponent of marshals. Instead of going around saying you got to speed up or you have to pick up your ball and go to the next, just say, hey, here, here, here's some ideas about how to play faster. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I've ever had that experience on a golf course, Bill. But it is a hell of an idea. It's like, you know, I, I mean, but seriously, right? It's like, hey, what, what do you shoot? You know, it's like, I don't know. I'm going to shoot uh, 81. It's like, okay, well, you probably don't want to play from the tips. You may want to scoot up a little bit. Yeah, whatever it is, you know, it's just like, you know, you could write your score down on the next tee instead of in the middle of the fairway here, you know, <laughs> you, you know, you know, stuff like that. You know, just give them little, you know, you've, you've seen some lunacy out there. I had a partner that I we won a lot of money together because he did that all the time and he drove people out of their minds and he would have driven me out of my mind but it did, like slow play was making me money so i just let it happen <laughs> he, well, being the entrepreneur that you are i mean the one thing you're not afraid of is making money that's for sure you know you gotta you gotta you gotta always think in those terms to some point some degree uh, although we're, we're doing what we're doing with our business now is i think we're doing it in a way that we can have a whole lot of fun but it's an amazing industry this whole indoor golf thing and the way it's going and reaching so much of the of the you know the marketplace and expanding it i think it's going to be a wonderful thing for golf overall so i i know you you probably got to go we don't want to keep you um any any longer than uh, than you want to be here however <laughs> it, it's been a fantastic chat but we always like to get into some uh, some kind of fun questions towards the end of our discussion okay but but, but before we do that uh, you want to share, uh, how can people find, uh, clarity golf and bill bells? And, uh, I'm waiting on a date to when, when the folks are coming in to, uh, to do the consultation to get my room set up. <laughs> hey, you know what? You, you, I'll, I'll, I might surprise you with a few things here coming up, but yeah, no, no, it, it's clarity golf. So it's clarity.golf actually, or you can go to clarity.golf.com. Either one works. I'm bill at clarity.golf or bill bales at clarity.golf, or I can be reached at clarity.golf.com as well. Just bill. So however you want to do it. And, you know, if you just go to that email, you know, that, that URL, you'll see my, my address. And I do, I do answer every stuff in and, uh, we'll continue to do that. 
Oh, we got him back. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, he answered to, uh, and I just like, can I give a quick shout out to Mary Beth and say, thanks for connecting oh, yeah. us. Much, yeah. much, much, much appreciated, Mary Beth. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the connection. We've had a great chat now on to the fun part of the show. Unless, unless Bill, there's anything else that you'd like to drop, uh, drop for clarity golf and what you guys are doing. No, no, no. I don't. I, I like, I like just getting on talking about stuff. I'm not, I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, right, so, okay. so when when is the first um when's the first brick and mortar uh clarity golf shop open up where are we walking in and we're playing golf <laughs> that's a really good question i would say i would say though that i would say that you 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 should be able to find clarity simulators within in less than two years okay oh, cool. all right uh, so second thing, and I've been one to, I bit my tongue and I kept finding it. What was in the mug? <laughs> Did you- <laughs> um, it's, it's the only addiction I have left. It's this actual coffee. Usually it's tea, but oh, you're it's, having it's coffee. something with caffeine. All right. All right. So you're having coffee. Uh, yeah. my next one is, and I, I love the picture. Uh, again, that's clarity.golf. That's the website. There's no com or net or anything. Clarity.golf. And Bill Bells, your photo on there, you, you're wearing glasses. I'm not, a, I'm not concerned about what kind of glasses they are, but you're wearing a fedora. And uh, so and, and this could be a horror. It could go completely sideways because you could just be as a random picture. But if you're a hat guy, uh, do you have a favorite brand? Well, yeah, I'm not enough of a hat, hat guy to have a favorite brand at all. I, but I, I, that, I did that kind of as a halfway as a joke, but um, uh, I got encouraged to do it. You know, I don't know some BS, but um, I do have these other hats. But I honestly don't know what brand they are. But I really like them. They're not. Okay. They're not big name. They're not. They're not big name brand. But you told me about the glasses, so I I had. I had occasion about 10 days ago to meet George Bush and it was a photo op and we just chatted for a few minutes and, and, but he was coming to me. We had shoes that were kind of alike and they're like, kind of like wool shoes and kind of like sneakers, but they didn't look like sneakers and stuff. And he was commenting about, it. he goes, you know, he goes, well, we're old. We can get away with doing that. And I, and I kind of looked at him and I said, I said, well, I said, I, I, I like to wear these glasses because to try to make m- myself look younger. He said, I tried that. It doesn't work. <laughs> so that's a, that was my, that was my, you know, moment with a, with a, with a world leader. Yeah. With the president. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Okay. So Dan, I got a couple more and then I'll probably have a couple more after you have a couple more. So I, Bill, I didn't catch where you were coming to us from. Oh, I'm in uh, White House, Ohio, which is the Toledo area. Holy shit. Do you know PB Dye? Well, I know who PB Dye is. <laughs> it, how close is that to um, uh, Urbania? Urbana, Ohio? Ohio, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's not real close. Okay, it's not. Where no. are you like up in the Cleveland area or where you um, I'm the northwest northeast northwest corner south of just south of Detroit and Ann Arbor. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, cool. Uh all right, Dan, you go. Uh, I've got a couple We are more. the home of Art Hills. What is it? Arthur Hills. Oh. He's from Toledo. Nice. Okay, Bill. 
As a simulator guy, uh, what is your favorite course you've played uh, if on, on the course? Um, what is your favorite course you've played in the simulator you haven't played in, in virtual? And then are there any courses you have played virtually, but you really want to play on the course you haven't gotten a chance to yet? Just something along those lines. What do you, what do you got? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the, the course I, the course I enjoy the most was, uh, it was called the infamous 18. It was, there's a series of paintings by a guy named Bud Chapman who recently passed away at age 97, maybe he shot his age like over 3000 times, but he had pa famous paintings like the grand Canyon, a hole in the grand Canyon and various, and we did, we did all 18 holes that he had drawn. I worked with Bud and he even did did extra drawings of other parts of the holes that were part of his vision in the painting. So I, that was, that's my favorite one for the simulator that's by awesome. far. Um, you know, there's just, there's so, there's so many, there's so many of the ones that you play in the simulator, but I've, you know, I have not ever played Augusta either for real or on a simulator. And you always want to do that. And the other one I have never played that I, uh, you know, for real or on a simulator Cypress point that I, you know, dearly love, dearly love to play, but you know, there's, you know, then I, but there's the, you know, Marion and there's some pretty, pretty nice courses I played on the simulator that, you know, there's the big name ones, but yeah. I played most sure. of those for real. But that's a great I answer. I mean, the public ones like St. Andrews and yeah. Pebble. That's a great answer. Anyway. Yeah, I love the first part with the, the drawings and all. That was awesome. Oh, that was cool. I think there's one guy actually shot like 83, and I can't believe it because it's the world's hardest, hardest golf course. <laughs> Wow. Uh, so it, it, we didn't, I don't know how I, we missed this. I mean, it's probably my, uh, my, my poor hosting abilities. I, I would expect at least that's what Dan will tell me when we get done. Um, so like golfing, how'd you get into golf? And I know we've, we, we kept you on for a bit of time. So if you, you know, if you, if you're running short on time, you know, no, no you probably get edited out about 90%, right. And what I said, we always cut out all the Cal stuff. <laughs> hey, everything I said, is going to be gone. It's gonna, it's gonna, they're going to be like, Holy shit. Yeah. That bill bells guy. He knows. I mean, he really, he can really yeah. deliver and he knows what he's talking about. You know, you know long interviews, you get kind of get lulled, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Sorry about no. that. Whereas if you're doing a five or 10 minute art interview, you kind of just stay really kind of focused short answers and all that. You kind so, of want so, off. And, these long so ones. advice from Bill Bells is shorten your interviews. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Get yeah, somebody uh, else to do it. <laughs> yeah. It, well, I mean, that's possible too. So, uh, yeah. No, I'm talking about place of me. So what was your, you, you had a question? Oh, no, no. I was just saying, I mean, the, the into golf. I mean, were oh. you ever, were you ever there in a professional manner? Like from, I mean, professional landers. I mean, you've, you've worked no. with the PGA a lot and you talked about that, but I mean, was there ever any, you know, coaching and playing and no, I played, no, I mean, I played since I was about five and I played, you know, I was up decent high school player and I didn't play in college. I played in one tournament in college, a fraternity tournament. And, and that's about it. And, and, uh, but I've always been very involved in golf in, you know, as a, just as a pastime yeah. and, um, you know, then, you know, I've done things related to the golf business for quite a long time. Uh, but especially when I got into the software business starting in the late eighties, but and just kind of an entrepreneur naturally, just, just kind of happened on you. Yeah. 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 You know, it was really the kind of thing where I, 
I didn't even know what I was getting into when I was getting into the golf software business. <laughs> That's got to be a fun people feeling. To tell me what software was, you know, yeah. let's do it. But, but what is it before we start? Exactly. Hey, Bill, one question for you. So, uh, you, you kind of touched on this with the last question I had there, but are, are you people using this in reverse now? So are they taking simulators with drawings to be able to see how courses are going to play before they're built? Yeah. You know, we did. I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't think that people are doing that, you know, from a design perspective, but we did, we used to do that a lot in our early days before actually before we had simulators where we just had the video game where like a, a, a big New York stock exchange company at the time, WCI in Florida, you know, had a lot of major golf course developments and we, we would, we would reproduce the golf course and the housing development around it before you know it was actually anything was done out there it was just a corn pasture or a cow pasture or whatever so um and they use that to market lots and stuff we did like 10 golf courses that way and then we did a bunch of them for uh in china as well Mm. and um so it was very effective for a period of relatively short period of time you know but there's not a lot of golf course community construction going on, you know, hasn't been for a long time now, but that was really hot for a period of time. Awesome. All right. So we're getting you off of here, Bill, I promise. But uh, a couple more, uh, if you're having a drink, what are you having? And it could be water. <laughs> well, yeah. What are, you know what? Yeah, right, so the answer I would, I would have given, uh, you know, in my prior life would, you know, especially on this show would be <laughs> just some plain ordinary, Jack Daniels, but, um, uh, anymore it's, it's, it's a glass of iced tea, big glass of iced tea. Nice. nice. Sweetened or unsweetened? Un unsweetened, but occasionally, okay. occasionally I go sugar just, you know, for the rush. Nice. Okay. All right. And, um, so it, you can, it, it could be about your, uh, about your hometown or the area. Uh, but it, it's, it's two parts. It's one, where are we playing golf at? If we're swinging through the neighborhood and two, where, and what are we eating? Uh, well, gosh, I mean, if I'm going to be low, I mean, we, we, we have to play Inverness because site of seven or eight majors in the recent Solheim cup. And, um, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe Hungarian hot dogs at Tony Paco's because it's Ooh, nice. still kind of a famous brand and yeah. it is kind of a nice kind of, kind of historic place. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Sweet, sweet. Dan, I, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm yep. good. If you're good, I'm good. Yep. A, a Hungarian hot, you have me you at Hungarian hot dogs. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, hey, what I would say is, uh, Bill Bales from clarity.golf. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Dan and I appreciate it, sir. Cheers, man. Uh, we are looking forward to hopefully we get to get that dog at a round of golf in soon. Let's do it. Cheers. Let's do it. Right. Thanks, guys. Bye.